Hi, this is Jem. You're listening to episode 20 of season one of Life of Jem, My Life in the Inland Empire, named after my blog of the same name. This is the last episode of season one. Can you believe it? It went by so fast. This one's about my mom. It's called Cocoon. And this episode is going to be filled with a lot of music, a lot of interludes, because we want this season to end fantastically, right? Epic. So put on your seatbelt, take a seat, take a listen. Here you go. Cocoon. My 70-something-year-old mother has always had a fondness for old white men in cowboy hats. I always talk about my dad, and he was a cowboy. My mom loved him to distraction. Even once, she admitted to me that she loved him more than she loved us girls. My dad died more than a decade ago, and we buried him with his big John belt buckle. My mom has always yearned for someone to take care of her. It's because her mom died when my mom was only 14. My mom was so devastated that she tried to throw herself in her mom's coffin at her mother's funeral. Her dad, my grandfather, had a new woman before his dead wife was even in the ground. He forced my mom into a convent to live. My mom was so depressed that her brothers convinced their dad to let her come back home after a year. When my mom returned from the convent, she responded with a teenage rebel yell and caroused the streets with her best friend Tilly looking for love in all the wrong places. Mom had no shortage of suitors with her dark skin, short skirts, and beehive hair. By 16, my mom was married. By 18, she was divorced. At 20, she became an unwed mother. Her son, David, was born deaf. Two years later, my mom married a man named Frank. She thought it was a good idea. David needed a father. She divorced him within three or four weeks because he tried to boss and toss her around. When my mom met my dad, she was 26 and living in Oregon, trying to get her son David into a special deaf school. Her family was back in California. She struggled to pay the rent working as a nanny. When my mom met my dad at a honky-tonk bar, he offered her a chicken in a can for dinner and a place to stay, and she took him up on it within two weeks. He told her that he would take care of her and her little boy David. David was only five when he got hit by a car and died. My mom clung to my father in her grief. My dad knew what it was like to lose a child because he had lost his little girl, Debbie, when she was a toddler. After David died, mom and dad moved to Montana to be closer to my dad's two daughters, Barbara and Roberta, who lived with his ex-wife, Tiny, in South Dakota. 
My mom tried in vain to get pregnant. To hear her tell it, God answered her prayers. Once she promised God that she would take her kids to church every Sunday. Mom found out that she was pregnant with me and my twin sister when she was only 30 years old. We were born in 1971. says that my dad was overjoyed when he found out that she was pregnant and we were born and they wheeled us around Great Falls, Montana in a twin stroller dressed in identical snow outfits. Only mom could tell the difference between Jackie and me. She said that my head always lolled to one side. We cried so much that we gave my mom headaches. A mere six months after we were born, Mom found out that she was pregnant again with Annie and convinced my dad to move to California to be closer to her family. Annie was born in Orange County, California in 1973. My mom always says that Annie was the picture-perfect baby because she never cried. When my dad was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer more than a decade ago at the age of 69, Mom was in a state of denial and disbelief. She thought he could be cured. The day he died, she hugged me tight for the first time in my life and wailed his name. My mom moved in with us for a while and even the smallest things would annoy me. Her coffee cups left around the house half full Empty sugar packets scattered on the countertops. The front door wide open. She talked during my television shows. She set off the alarm in the morning. But for some reason, my mom, she just doesn't annoy me anymore. Maybe it's because she tries so hard to be nice, even when I'm at my most irritable. Maybe because I see how hard my mom struggles at 79 for her independence and how lonely she is without my father. My mom used to go dancing every Saturday night while she could still go dancing like that with her bad knees now. And I would picture her, the group of them, dancing to the oldies. In my mind's eye, I see mom jumping around, waving her hands in the air to the fast songs, her rhythm a little off. But then a slow song comes on. My mom sees a man in a cowboy hat across the American Legion Hall and asks him to dance. His arms wrap around her as they sway to the music. She leans her head on his shoulder and sighs, thinking of my father. That's it. That's the last episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Season one is done. Thank you for listening this season. Season two will start soon, but just start over from season one and listen to them again if you want. Remember to live your life to the fullest. Have a great day.
see you soon.